It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's good, Wizards fans? This is your host, the real Ed Oliver, and my guy, Brandon Scott. The Washington Wizards blow out the Detroit Pistons 120 to 99. Let's talk about it. Let's get to it. Dub. You are locked on Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to the Lockdown Wizards Podcast. It's your host, the real Ed Oliver, my guy, Brandon Scott. Just want to thank you guys for making Lockdown Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. So we are live after the dub. We're going to give our takes on the game. And then we see some comments rolling in already. We're going to answer your comments or respond to your comments after we give our takes for about 15 to 20 minutes. Definitely want to hear from you guys as well. But Brandon, um, big win, big dub. Way to bounce back after losing to the Cleveland Cavaliers in overtime. The Wizards are now 3-1. and one. The Pistons are 1-3 and three now. Um, Wesson So Jr. made adjustments from, last, from the last three games. He staggered the bench's minutes. He just didn't have a whole bench lineup with you know, Anthony Gill, Rui, Gaff, um, DeLon Wright, and um, Will Barton. This time he switched it up. He had Kuzma play with the bench unit. He had Bradley Bill play with the bench unit. Uh, what were your thoughts on that adjustment that, that West Huntsville Jr. made tonight? I thought that was smart. I think that was good coaching <laughs> on his part. That was That's outstanding coaching. That's the adjustments that I want to see from West this season. Uh, like I said, it was that was a good move on his part because they kept the momentum going. You know. We, this was a good win. This was a good quality win. I mean, we knocked the socks off this team. I mean, <laughs> looking at the bench, you know, Will Barton was cooking tonight. Will the Thrill from B-more was, was cooking tonight. You know, Gaff, he must have heard the criticism because he showed out. He got some points. You know, we're going to get on a few things we want to work on when, when it comes to Gaff. But overall, I'm pleased with his performance on the bench. He did He did better. Um, what else from the bench? Ten points. You know, Bill came in after um he went out with the back tightness, came back, still got 13 points. Uh he had some points down the stretch in the fourth quarter. So no, I, I love that decision. You know, it kept scores on the court, you know, it kept the momentum, it kept the uh chemistry going. So no, I thought that was a really good move by West. 110%. Um, uh, it cut the momentum going, like you said. Uh Chris Asporzingis came out there. He had two threes, had a dunk, uh, had 10 points in the first corner. They, they went, on, went out there on a roll. Um, and it kept the momentum going. You look at the Cleveland Cavaliers game. We had a lead. We jumped out to a lead, and then they put that full bench unit in. Kind of reminded me of the Scott Brooks days where, you know, that John Wall team where we had a great start in five, but the bench came in, and they would lose leads. And this time they were able to keep a lead and actually motor a lead with Will Barton. Will, Will Barton, I think he can be a six-man-of-the-year candidate the way he's playing. I think this is just the perfect role for him. We've talked about this before where 
it's just better for Will to come off the bench where he's cooking second units. You know, he, he's a lead ball handler out there at times. Um, DeLon Wright is just a pest on defense. Bradley Bill played with the bench unit. He got hurt, had back tightness. He came back in, played really well in the fourth quarter. Um, then Kuz played with that bench unit. He plays really well next to Rui. Rui had a solid game, but the bench just that they played really well. The bench all together, the bench had 44 bench points. Gaffer played a lot better. Guys really bounced back from that Cavaliers game. Kuz said he after the after the game in a press conference, he said he had a bad game that he um played like a wimp or something like that in the Cavs game, and he bounced back and played a lot better in this game. Uh, but the bench all together, they have 44 points. You know, Will Barton, looking at his stats, uh, he had 13 points in the first half, and he finished with uh, 16 points, four for six, four for six from the three-point line. Will Barton had a great game. Uh, Gafford had nine points, was finishing around the rim, had a couple of dunks, four for six from the field, played a lot stronger than what he did in that Cleveland game. Uh, Rui with 10 points, four for eight from the field. He had a nice dunk. Um, he bullied Jalen Duran on one play. Almost dunked on Kate Cunningham on one play. He just looked spry in transition. Um, I thought he gave effort on, on the defense side of the ball. Had a couple deflections here and there. Um, so I thought Rui played well. Um, so just all around, DeLon Wright, man, we hope he's healthy. We hope he bounces back from the hamstring injury, hamstring tightness. Um, he had five points, four steals, ridiculous, one block, and three assists. He's, he's just a stat sheet stuffer, man. He's just what the Wizards need right now. They just need – they haven't had a guy like that in years, a guy who's just a defensive stopper. Um, and just a defensive minded guard out there. And that's exactly what the Washington Wizards need. So I love, I love Weston Sutter Jr. making adjustments. Last year, he was slow to make adjustments. This year, it's only taken him three games to make an adjustment. He should have never really went with an all bench lineup. I know some teams do it. Um, Anthony Gill got less minutes tonight. He had two points. He had seven minutes where Gill has gotten a good amount of minutes. And I like Gill, but there were just some situations in the games, especially late game situation. I know Porzingis has been in foul trouble like he was again today, but I did want to see Gill's minutes kind of just, you know, get a little lower than what they were and stagger those minutes with Kuz. Let Kuz play with the bench guys. Let Brad play with the bench guys. Let Porzingis play with the bench guys. Um, and I got I, I got I to tip my cap to West. And I know it's the Pistons. They're a lottery team, but they got some good young guys. Jay Nivey's a, a great rookie. Kate Cunningham is a great second-year player. Jalen Duran. They got in Bogdanovich, former wizard. He was killing us tonight, too. So they're not a sleeper. They're not a slouch team. They can beat some good teams. The Pistons are going to surprise a couple of teams this year. So I'll, I'll take this win. I think this is a good win. No, I agree. And you hit the nail on the head. I think people are sleeping on Detroit. I think they're a lot better than advertised. You know, they're a young team. They're a hungry team. They show tonight. You know, yeah, we blew them up. You know, we blew them out. But you see the talent on this team. You know, I was, you know, I was scared about Ivy because Ivy's a talent. You know, Kay Cunningham, you know, just, so like you said, don't sleep on this team because I have them as a sleeper playoff team. I'm going to be totally honest with you. I think they're a good young team is going to take that step. But let's get back to our team. So, <laughs> you know, um, like you said, the bench showed out. And it's, this is the big reason why I had optimism going into the season for this team, the depth. You know, the, the bench looks good. The, the decision to start Denny and play uh, Barton off the bench, incredible decision. It shows he's definitely a six man of the year candidate because he's just he's that lightning plug off the bench. You know, he can score, score on volume. He can uh, create his own shot. He's a playmaker. It's just I love what I see from Will Barton. I love it. So, I mean, overall, it's just I, I will say this. And you already mentioned it. Gil. Gil, I like him, but, you know, he's a blue car player. You know, he can he does the tough stuff that. You know, you know, doesn't get stats for, but 
Mm-hmm. He's struggling. You know, the last couple games, wide open shots, he's, you know, he's just not hitting them. So I think, you know, I think a lot of people are waiting on Kisper to get back. I think Kisper mm-hmm. getting back would be that final piece to this bench. But nah, you know, like I said, I'm not going to sleep on this win because Detroit is a good team. These, these are the games we want to win. The Bulls, that's a good win. You know, we're winning the games we need to win. Now, obviously, you know, Kaz is another story, but no, this is a good win. Good quality win overall. So no, nah, I'm, I'm not going to sleep on the Pistons because I think that they're, they're a quality team that could, you know, get in our way. So no, nah, I'm impressed overall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is a win where we put our foot foots on their neck. You know, the Pacers game, we let them come back. Um, we, we let teams come back many times, even last year, the Clippers game where we let them come back. We were up by 35. So this is a game where we smelled blood and went and went for the kill. We put our foot on their necks. Um, not to be too violent, but you know, we we finished teams off where that Pacers game, it really it really concerned me and scared me. So I'm, I'm happy with the way they finished this game and took over. But we're gonna get to some more individual performances and, and talking about the big three. Um, but before we do that, this episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. This is how it works. You add your job in, in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hire, hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. Uh, it's the end of, year, end of the year push, so it's all about finishing strong and finding the right candidates and right team members that can help you do that. And LinkedIn makes that super, super easy for you. LinkedIn, LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash LockedOnNBA. That's linkedin.com slash LockedOnNBA to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. For your second listen today, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter the most of the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights on only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports today, available on this app. YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up-to-date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, yeah, Will Barton, he made a beautiful pass to Rui. That was a no-look pass. I, I forgot to bring that up, too. I think that was the Rui dunk. Um, Denny, he's got to make layoffs. We'll talk about the bad later. I guess we'll talk about – we'll still stay on the good, and then we'll talk about the bad. Like, you want to talk about Gafford improving. I do want to touch on Denny finishing layoffs. We're definitely going to get to that in, in a couple of minutes. But um, just some stats. 
to point out too. Um, some team stats, like I said, we had 44 bench points. The Detroit Pistons had 25 bench points. Um, we shot 30% from the three, which is which is not good. It's below average, but you know we got to the paint. We finished. We only allowed the Detroit Pistons to shoot 28% from the from the three point line. Free throws, we did so much better tonight. The Cavs, we went nine for 15. We didn't get to the line much either. Uh, we're one of the worst teams in free throw disparity as well. A lot, a lot of teams, like the Bulls got a bunch of free throws. Some of that could be on officiating. I'm not going to blame the refs, but the Pistons got the the um, Cavaliers got way more free throws than we did. The Cavaliers, the, I'm sorry, the um, Bulls got way more free throws than we did. So we've had we've been lopsided in the free throw disparity. Uh, we shot 84 percent from the free throw line. Rebounding is huge today. We re- we out rebounded the Pistons 47 to 41. That was huge. Where the Cavs got 16 offensive boards, they dominated us on the glass. We had 26 assists tonight. We were able to move the basketball. That's good. Uh, good. That shows how good the ball movement was. We had seven blocks tonight. We're second in the lead in, in blocks per game um, so far through uh, four games. Uh, we only had 12 turnovers tonight. Turnovers was a problem against the Cavs. Uh, 18 fast break points tonight. We got out in transition. I thought we moved the ball well. We got fast breaks and deflections. We had 54 points in the paint to their 44. We're really good at getting points in the paint. Um, and we our largest lead was 23. So um, we talked about the big three before we got on. I know you wanted to ask about the the, the guys being able to play so well without Bradley Bill tonight. What were your thoughts on that when Brad went out? We just went on a big run. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's that's a big thing to me. Look, Brad went out, franchise player went out, and Kuz and KP showed out. They showed the leadership. They took over. This they are big three. I'm gonna go ahead and throw it out there. You know, not you know, Kuz is showing out. Kuz, look, Kuz is showing out. Playing like all points. Oh man, look. You know, I said that KP. I think KP can be an all star this season, and I stand by that. KP. I mean, the three point shooting, just the whole package. He's 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 looking good. He is playing like an all star. Kuz. I mean, is it crazy to think we can give guys an all star game? Yeah, but I think. You have three guys who, you know, I know it's early, but are having they're, they're playing like all stars. Kuz is showing out. You know, pay you got to pay this guy. I mean, he he's showing you got to pay this guy. You know, he he's he's worth the money. He really is. You know, he has revitalized his career in DC. You know, like I said, he he went from being that role guy in LA, playing in LeBron's shadow. You know, being a young guy and he, coming to DC, he's turning himself into a really crafty all around player. I love when I see from Coos. I mean, he's the <laughs> he showed out every game so far. I mean, he's so this this big three, you can't say enough about this big three. KP, you know. So just the fact that they showed out, they stepped up, they kept it. Look, the win, the game ball goes to both of them. It goes to Coos and KP, in my opinion, because they kept their momentum going. You know, KP played some quality minutes tonight, and Coos has stepped up. So no, the win is definitely on Coos and KP because. Very easily, you know, like we've seen in teams of past, you know, when Bill goes out, it collapses. No, not tonight. No, they stepped up. They did their jobs. They kept the ball rolling. No pun intended. And they, they really showed why this is a big three. You know what I mean? So, no, I, I was very impressed with the big three. Um, Bill, back tightness, thought he was done for the game. Then he came out. Clearly, he was in pain. You know, you can see him going back in transition. You know, he was in pain. The back was bothering him. Look. I get it, man. I'm 37. I get it the back, man. So you ain't got to tell me. <laughs> so the fact that he came back, you know, 13 points, still did his thing. Leadership, leadership, leadership. I love what I see from this team. I'm very, very optimistic. I, I Man, I, and I really hate to say this, but I have not been as optimistic in a while. This team, this the way they're playing right now, 
And I know it's still early, you know, it's, it's, it's four games in, but if they can keep playing like this, this is a playoff team. You know, obviously there's a, I think that, you know, I've, I've, I've said, you know, I think this is a move away. We're, they're a move away from being a serious contender for the sixth or maybe fifth spot. I think they're a move away. But I think, you know, if you look at the chemistry, if you look at the ball movement, if you look at Bradley Bill stepping up in the leadership role, Kuz in the leadership role, being a more complete player, KP healthy, really contributing on both ends, this is a playoff team. You know, now we obviously we have to beat the Milwaukee's, the Brooklyn's, you know, those teams, but, you know, the position we're at now where a lot of a lot of people are projecting us as a play-in to, you know, eighth seed to a sixth seed. You know, Detroit's, the Chicago's, those are the teams you want to beat. The Indiana's, you know, you can't sleep on these teams because they're young, they're hungry, and they wouldn't want nothing more than to knock off a team from playoff position. So, you know, no, I, I'm definitely impressed. They, they look great tonight. But before we move on, tonight's episode is brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting football in the start of the new basketball season. I used it tonight. Follow the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wager and information. With live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including Major League Baseball's playoff time, MMA, boxing, and the NBA. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline where the game starts. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So, nah, hey, the big three, they showed out tonight. I think they did. Um, about the playoffs, I, I think they are a playoff team, the way they're playing. They still got some things to clean up, you know, rebounding, free throws, turnovers. And I thought they did that tonight. Um, the only thing I will say that, you know, naysayers will say is that, hey, Miles Turner didn't play with the Pacers. Darius Garland didn't play. Lonzo Ball didn't play, or um, Zach Levine didn't play for the Bulls. So there were some guys missing, you know. So that's that's what the the naysayers will say about this team and the competition that we play. But at the same time, you can say, hey, the Bulls just beat the Celtics, who were in the finals last last year, and the Cavaliers with Donovan Mitchell. They're still a heck of a team, even without Darius Garland. They're still a, they look like a top five team in the East with Donovan Mitchell, Jared Allen, Evan Mobley. So they're still a top tier team in the Eastern Conference. And um, the Pacers are no slouch too with Benedict Mather, and he's been he's been playing really really well. So um, even some of the lottery teams are are, are good. To, this is how good the Eastern Conference is or or has been. Uh, we are going to play some good teams coming up. We're going to play the Sixers pretty soon. We're going to play some tough teams coming up. We do play the uh, the Pacers again on Friday, which is another lottery team. I don't I don't know if Miles Turner is playing or not, but um, yeah, guy stepped up. Bradley Bill, man, with back tightness. At first, he had a couple turnovers, so he was a little shaky when he first came back in. Um, but he had a couple step back and ones. He had one on Jay Nivey, had one on, I want to say, Isaiah Livers, a number 12 for the Pistons. So Bradley Bill stepped up in the clutch. He had some big shots. Um, honestly, and he didn't really have to come back in. He really didn't have to. He cut, he probably could have just let Johnny get some more minutes if, if, if Wes was going to put Johnny in. But we're happy that Johnny finally got some burn tonight. Uh, Brad finished with 13.6 assists, four boards. Uh, how many turnovers? He, he only had two turnovers tonight, so he did better with that. So just all around the guys improve. Like I, like I said, Porzingis dominated from the jump. He just has to find a way to not get in foul trouble. I think some of it's on the refs. 
Um, but he got it going. He had some nice hook shots to get into the basket. He was being aggressive going to the basket. He was scoring in the paint. Um, that's what I love from our seven for three guy. He can step out and shoot threes and knock them down two for four from the three point line. But he also was getting to the basket too. Kuz tonight was just a he was just a man on a mission, man. He he is going to get paid this all season. So Tommy Shepard's got a tough decision to make. But if they want to compete, then yeah, you're going to have to pay Kuz. Kuz he's getting paid thirteen and a half million dollars right now. Has a play option. He if, if we don't pay him, somebody else will for sure because he's definitely going to be a contributor. Like you said, he was he was a three and D guy with the Lakers when they won their championship in the bubble. But he's he's way better than that. He can do way more than that. We saw that his rookie year and his sophomore year with the Lakers. Um, and with the Wizards, he's just found his team, man. He's found his his niche year. Um, he, he's able to be a leader. He was 0 for 5 from the three-point line, but he was 7 for 8 from the line. He was getting to the free throw line. He had a couple and ones He had a beautiful fast break. He had a couple dunks, just step-throughs. Um, Rui had a nice pass. I love the block from Denny on Kate Cunningham, where he just swatted Kate Cunningham's shot, and it led to a fast break um, down to Kuzma. He finished. I thought Monte Morris was better tonight, too. He was a plus 19. I know people don't care about the plus minus box. Kuzma was, was a plus 23. Denny was a plus 12 in the plus minus. Uh, Gill was a plus seven. Barton was a plus 18. Gaffer was a plus 19 as well. So I, I know plus minus doesn't matter. Rui was a minus five, but I thought Rui played well tonight. He got to his spots and hit down some mid range shots. Um, Gaffer was a lot stronger, and DeLon Wright was a plus two uh, with five points. He had a couple deflections and some steals that led to fast breaks as well. Um, Brad took a charge in the beginning of the game. I like that too. Uh, but Denny, you know, he missed that layup. I guess we'll get to the bad now. Denny missed that layup. I was very upset about that. We watched him in Eurobasket. He was finishing better in Europe. I know it's not the NBA, but he was finishing better in Eurobasket. He looked more aggressive. He finished through contact. But he did bounce back. He had a nice take to Jaden Ivey where he went to his right, went into Jaden Ivey's body, and scored with his right hand. And the layup he missed was on the left side. And everybody talks about his left hand. He has to improve with that. Um, so he's just got to make layups. You're six foot nine. You're athletic. We've seen you dunk before. Just go up and dunk the basketball. You're too tall. You're too athletic. You're too strong to go up and just miss wide open layups. It happens way too many times for Denny. Denny shot 63% around the rim last year. You're too tall. You're too strong to be finishing, um, you know, finesse or weak around the rim. You're just you're, you're just too talented for that to keep happening, honestly. Um, and then, like you said, Gafford. I'll let you talk more about Gafford. You know, Gafford had a rough game against the Cavs. Um, but I don't, he's just got to rebound better. It is what it is. You just got to be stronger. He has to set screens better. He didn't get called for an illegal screen tonight. That was great. Um, and I thought he battled against Jalen Durant. Jalen Durant and Isaiah Stewart, they're no slouches. Those guys are strong, too. Those guys are strong. Uh, they're both young, but in Gaffer's young, too. But those guys are some strong oxes at the center and power forward position. Um, so I got to commend Gaffer tonight for bouncing back and playing a lot better. Yeah, he played a lot better. Yeah, I'll give him that. You know, he, he definitely bounced back. But, you know... I'm, I am a Daniel Gafford fan. I, mm -hmm. You know, I've said, I've said it time and again. You know, I, I thought the trade from Chicago was a good trade. But, you know, he's got to evolve to a certain degree. You know, he's going into a con he's going into a contract extension next season. You know, being a backup to KP, you know, boxing out. I mean, bro, they're teaching boxing out. And, you know, <laughs> at a young age. So, you know, we got to get on these fundamentals. Like, you know, he, he looked better, but... You also saw there was times where he was clearly outmatched. I mean, they were getting rebounds they should not have gotten with Gaff in the paint. And his boxing out, um, I, I, don't, I don't know, man. Um, like I said, I like Gaff, but he he has – he's not consistent enough. You know, there's games where he – you know, he shows energy. He shuts down the paint. There's games where he's lost. He's just 
he's just the rebounding has to get better. This is his forte. Look, he's a traditional big. You know, he doesn't have a three-point shot. You know, he's still working on the mid-range. He's got to rebound and box out and get the, and get these boards. You know, that that is his bread and butter. And if he can't do that, I got to really question whether, you know, we're going to have to pay him that extension or he's, you know, I mean, that and just me being honest, you know, and I'm not alone in that. You know, the um him backing up KP, you know, he's got to get better with the fouls, he's got to get better with the rebounding because that's his bread and butter. He he's got to be consistent. But he did play better. So, I, you know, I'm, I'm positive that he's going to get better because he's just the energy. You know, <laughs> man, when he gets those dunks and he shows the energy, man, it's just you have to you want to get up and just, ah, you know, because he's just electrifying sometimes. But, you know, I'm a slide to Denny. Denny, man. Wow. man, I just I've seen a different player the last couple of games. You know, the defense has not been as locked down as it usually is. Um, the night, Bogdanovich, 25 points. There's a few shots, especially in the first half, where Donovich cooked him a little bit. You know, he got some three-point shots over Denny. You know, the aggression, you know, like you said, finishing at the at the hoop. He, you know, he's got to get that dog back, you know. And that's another thing, consistency. With both Denny and Gav, there has to be a lot more consistency. You know, Denny, when he's on, he's on. When he's off, he just he's a totally different player. And it showed. You know, the energy wasn't with him tonight. You know, finishing, he has to get better finishing. Of all the athletes, and he's he's got he's got to finish better. And look, this team looks good, but you know, we talk about consolidation trades. People are fighting for extensions right now. People are fighting for playing minutes. You know, Denny's fighting for that three. Don't get it twisted. You know, Rui's looking for that three spot. So he he's got to get better. He's you know, the defense is I have all the confidence in the world that Denny's defense is gonna be there. But you know, he had a three tonight, but then there's a few shots, he was way off. You know, it's just I, I, I want to see a, a step forward with Denny and Gaff. But, I mean, I like both of them. I think they're both very good players, but they have to be more consistent. What do you think? Yeah, consistency, consistency is key. Um, I know it's only been four games, but we saw Denny where, you know, last year he put his head down if he had some bad games, if he had some rough games. We know um, – I remember the Golden State where he would post on social media that he was in the gym at midnight working out. Uh, there were some games where he went over a couple games in a row last year, but he bounced back towards the end of the season. He had a rough first half, played better in the second half, finished the game with nine points. He did hit a big three, uh, one for three from the field, three for six um, from the field. He did have a nice – but he has seven boards too. That's something we got to talk about too. You know, he's a guy where if his offense isn't going, he still does other things. The question mark with Rui is his offensive game will be going, but does he do other things? I think he's done a better job of doing other things. But, yeah, if, if Denny can't make layups or if he consistently misses layups, then Wes may have to look at making a change you know it could be will it could be Rui. i do like those guys off the bench because they bring that firepower that scoring firepower that the bench clearly needs and we saw Corey kiss we haven't really brought him up yet um he's going to start practicing with the g league and, and start ramping up him recovering the ankle injury happened october 2nd when they played the warriors so they said four to six weeks it's getting closer it hasn't been four weeks yet but it is starting to get closer they're trying to bring him back so they can get that full rotation uh, going. DeLon Wright, unfortunately, that's going to be an injury that's going to hurt us. Hopefully he's not out for too long. Not an expert. I'm not a doctor. So I don't know how long he's going to be out. Uh, I forgot to shout out Jordan Goodwin, too. Jordan Goodwin, he had a nice offensive rebound to put back. He's one of the guys that made the roster this year. Isaiah Todd played a little bit. He didn't get to, he didn't get to shoot the ball at all tonight. Um, Todd Gibson shot one three. He missed it. What did you think about Johnny Davis and his two minutes tonight? Ah. Uh. It's two minutes. <laughs> I mean, you know, he, he, his shot still <laughs> – I mean, you know, his shot is still <laughs> struggling, man. It's just – It's a work in progress. 
yes, you know, as time goes by, it's just we gotta get this brother in the G League. I mean, it's just it's, it's just not looking good. You know, as time goes by, he, he's gotta shoot better. So mm-hmm. I think that I see a G League spot for him. <laughs> I love Johnny, man, but it's just he's just he's off. His shot is off. Um Jordan Goodwin got some playing time tonight. You know, I'm high on him too. I think he should inherit some of those minutes uh, from Johnny because Johnny's off. I don't, I don't know what it is. It's just he's just off. I, I, I don't know. So yeah, he definitely needs to go to the G League, and uh, I'm a big fan of Goodwin getting those minutes. But you know, getting back to Kisper, I think he's needed. You know that that two mm-hmm. guard spot behind Bill. They need Kisper back. They need. You know, Guru has done well scoring off the bench. Barton has done incredible. Um, Delon, right? You know, if it's a long-term injury, that's that's gonna hurt. That's that's gonna hurt bad because his defense has been monster this season. And so I'm um, hopefully it's a it's not a long-term injury. So yeah, we definitely need Kisper back. But ah man, Johnny, Johnny, I mean, we could talk all day about Johnny. It's just the talent's there. <laughs> you know the talent is there he's got talent I, I think the brother can play it's just i don't know what's going on is it if it's a confidence thing or just he needs work and the shot if you see tonight the shot's just off he's just his timing is i mean he's just so and gill like i said gill yeah kisper needs to come back <laughs> i mean because you know like <laughs> uh, last last game you know you remember last game he had like two three open looks and it's just he's just not hitting them mm-hmm. and those are really the those two guys are really the, the soft spot on this team because overall the bench is inc- has been incredible. I mean, that's why we've been able to, to roll this momentum going because this bench has been on point. You know, this starting five has been on point. You know, Monte has played his part perfectly. You know, mm-hmm. he's distributing point guard. Now, I do want to see him hit the paint a lot more. I want to see him drive the mm-hmm. paint a lot more. And I think with, if he can start driving the paint, you'll see a lot more free throw attempts. You know, we got to get more free throws. You know, that's one thing we're lacking. We're not aggressive enough mm-hmm. going to the paint. But, no, nah, man, I mean, overall, this was a beautiful win. You know, this is a, a much-needed win. We got our confidence back. You know, hey, Indiana, very winnable game. You know, we could – you know, we need to get on this run because, like you said, 76ers, they're a monster. And B, mm-hmm. he's rolling right now. So, <laughs> you know, so, Celtics yeah. Celtics on Sunday as well. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, I mean, look, <laughs> we're going to have to prove our worth, man. You know, the Eastern Conference is no, is no playground this year. So, but no, overall, great win. Great win. Yeah. We're going to get to the comments real quick. Last thing I saw about Johnny is two minutes. Um, He had some open looks. He just didn't knock him down. I do think the G League would be better suited for him. West Hansel Jr. finally said it would be a possibility that he would play in the G League. So I'm happy to hear that. Um, but let's, let's knock out these comments real quick. Um, Pram Ace, thank you for watching. He says, uh, I'm so happy for Kuz. ABL and Brucia says, pay that man Kuzma. Stuart uh, Flaherty says that was a great game to watch. Uh, it was uh, XD Zaytoven. So Johnny Davis got to look to attack the basket. He looked timid. I thought he definitely could have went to the basket as well. Um, Brandon Hunter says we actually have a deep playoff ready team. Denny has really blossomed. Um, and then Brandon, if you want to respond to anything, you definitely can. Um, Stuart says West mixed it up really well. Everyone played well together and with energy, tipping rebounds to each other and helping out on D. I thought so too. Um, I thought I thought he I thought West mixed it up better with the bench. That's that's the, what we started off with. What do oh, you absolutely. think, Brandon? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, the bench is it, you know I, we keep saying it. The bench is solid, man. I mean, this bench is nice. I mean, Barton has just been incredible. You know, he's definitely to me he's definitely a six man of the year candidate. You know, Delon, mm-hmm. Delon, the defense, and he, I think you, like I said, 
against taller guards, I can see him starting, but you really have to question whether there is a competition for the starting point guard spot because Delon's playing that good. So, yeah, I, I definitely agree. Let's see. I see a comment right here. We'll see. Uh, Nelson said the Wizards win 50 games this year. <laughs> I think we need to pump our brakes just a little bit. I don't think we're there yet. But, not, hey, but I, I love the enthusiasm. I, I think this team is hitting the right direction. They they really are. They're hitting the right direction. Mm. A pod name, Kickback, that's my guy. Um, shout out to him. I, I, came, I went on his channel the other day, so make sure you guys subscribe to him. Uh, he says, what's good, fan? Will, Will off the bench is great. How does that work when Kispert returns? A good problem to have. Um, yeah, I mean, when Kispert comes back, he'll go to the two. Gil would just be the odd man out of the bench. The bench five would be um, DeLon when he comes back from injury, or it could be Monte off the bench. You know, who knows if West switches it up. Um, Corey Kispert would be your two. Will the throw would be your three. Uh, Rui would be your four. And then Gaffer would be your five. So, I mean, the only person that would be sitting down is Anthony Gill. Yeah, you need to sit down because he, he's, he's struggling, man. <laughs> <laughs> and I like Gill, man. He's a good guy. He's the Nick Collison of the team. That's what he is. Yeah, but, uh, you know, Nick Collison was sitting down for a while, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fine. name kickback says B, B unit. So he's talking about the bench unit. Um, Cheeky Nando, as long as it's staggered. I don't like the bench unit where it's all five of the bench. I like it, you know, let Bill play with the bench, let Kuzma play with the bench, stagger their minutes. That's what I like. Kuzma and Rui play together. I like those two together. Oh, Wizards <laughs> shouldn't be allowed near a draft room ever again. <laughs> I mean, do we need to step our draft game up? Yeah, but, I mean, the guys we have, they're, they're solid guys. I mean, I, I like all these players. I think Johnny is going to be a good NBA players just you know somebody mentioned he's very timid I agree he's he plays timid he plays scared he needs that he needs confidence and mm -hmm. at this point you know he's shown that he needs G League he needs the G League he's just mm -hmm. they've been giving him playing time you know two minutes but I mean it's better than nothing but you know it's just he it's just he needs the G League um Kispert I think he's a good I mean all the guys you know Kispert Rui Denny would I have chosen them? No, but I could see why. I mean, if you look at Rui and Denny, just the fact that they're foreign players, that, that it has, you know, there's a lot of revenue with that. So, you know, I think that those were business decisions also. But, you know, this is the thing about drafting. You just never know. I mean, you know, every team can kind of look back and say, you know, hey, we missed out on this guy. And I know we're historically known for missing out on almost every all-star <laughs> out there. But, but, you know, you never know. You know, I think we need to step a game up, yeah. Yeah, it's on, it's on scouting, and it's it's on fit, too. You know, they drafted Denny when you have John Wall as the point guard or Russell Westbrook as the point guard. You know, you needed a 3-and-D guy, and they tried to force Denny to be a 3-and-D guy. You know, even drafting Troy Brown Jr., they tried to make him into a 3-and-D guy. That's just not what he is. He's a point forward. Denny's more of a point forward. He needs the ball in his hands to be successful. Denny's trying to form himself into a 3-and-D guy right now, which is still a work in progress for him. Um, and then they drafted Corey Kispert to be a three and D guy, just a knockdown shooter. Um, that's just what he is. He hasn't been that consistently yet. Um, and you kind of know what Corey Kispert's ceiling is. He kind he just, you know, he, he's a specialist. He's three points, but he can do more. He can put the ball on the floor. He's just, he's not going to create for you. He's a great off ball cutter. He's a great backdoor cutter, but you see a, a guy like Bones Highland from the nuggets. He's just going to give you more isolation. He's going to give you more wiggle. He's going to, break you down he's gonna get to the basket so that's one guy you like like you said brandy you can always pinpoint to one guy that was drafted behind them denny you, you can get a halliburton Rui, you can look at tyrese maxi so and i think rui has been really good i like what rui gives you rui was kind of you know 
a question mark. He was a mid-range game kind of guy, um, not a 3 and D guy. So people were confused. They, they, they compared him to Kawhi Leonard. I think Rui has been the best draft pick out of all Tommy Shepard's draft picks, to be honest with you. Um, but he's still a question mark. You know, defense is a question mark. Kind of vision and passing is a question mark. So, yeah, I mean, Tommy, he just hasn't hit a home run. And when you keep picking at nine, picking at ten, Johnny Davis, once again, he's a huge question mark. Um, I want to give that young man three more years. Three, it was, it's hard to just say we're going to give him three more years, but you, you got to give him three years to see what he really is. It's, it's going to be a long developmental process. And now they're saying that they want to play him at point guard when he's never really played point guard before. So the developmental process is, is a part of the problem, too. It's not just who you're drafting. It's like, hey, what plan do you have for this young man? What plan do you really have for Denny? What plan do you really have for Johnny Davis to be successful? What plan do you have for Corey Kispert? Um, Tommy didn't draft Troy Brown, but what was the plan for his developmental process? You know, so that goes into it too. Um, and and I like Johnny coming out. I love Johnny coming out. I loved his his tape of Wisconsin. I thought he was a dog, man. I thought he played hard. He played defense. Uh, the mid range game is not, you know, it's not the best. It's not best. His game wasn't best suited for an NBA game. Athleticism is not. He's not the most explosive guy in the world, but he played hard and he got buckets when he could. He was the best player on his team. And he had the ball in his hands a lot, which is is, is not going to happen with Bradley Bill as your starting two and Corey Kispert. So looking back at it, it wasn't the best fit. Like you said, you can look at A.J. Griffin, Jalen Williams. You can just name a plethora of guys, Tari Eason. But I'm not going to do that to the, to the young man. This is, what, his fourth game. You know, he's – I want to see the confidence that he does in Taco Bell commercials and Greenberg and Betterman commercials and, and what's the other commercial he's doing. I feel like he's doing another commercial too. I want to see the confidence that he's showing in the commercials – Come on the ball game. So, I mean, we can talk about the draft all night, but um, <laughs> we'll not get a couple. We'll not get a couple of uh, comments here. Have you seen a Have you seen a Betterman commercial? Yeah, I've seen it multiple yeah. times. I'm a pro basketball player. <laughs> it's like, oh man, <laughs> yeah, oh man, he's scared on the commercial. Oh man, <laughs> I mean, you know, hey, you're right, man. I mean, it comes down to development. You know, you need to draft guys who fit your system or you need to play them to their strengths. We're, you know, us trying to create these phantom positions. Look, Johnny ain't a point guard. He's not a point guard. He's never played. Mm-hmm. So why would you take a guy who never played in high school, never played in college, and he goes to the pros, you try to make him a point guard? Nah. I mean, look, Corey Kispers, can he be decent at defense? Same thing with Rui. Can they be de- decent defenders yeah but they're not three and d guys nah i mean i don't see really or Corey being mm. locked down defenders i think you have better odds of trying to get adam silver to get cornrows than you do again really be a three and d player i'm not just saying i mean it's just right. it's not gonna happen man so they need to stop trying to create you know push guys to be what they're not you know we mm-hmm. failed troy brown in my opinion we failed him we failed mm-hmm. him because we kept trying to get him to be this player that he's just not man you know so Draft guys to the system you have and play them to their strengths. Corey Kiss was a shooter. You know, just like, you know, there's a lot of just shooters out there. You know, Robinson with the Miami Heat. You know, mm-hmm. these guys are, are shooters. Let him be a shooter, you know. So that's just my take on it. But, well, I mean, what do you think? No, I I basically said my whole case, like the development, you know, what are they? do they have a real plan that fits this team? Like if you have Russell Westbrook and Bradley Bill on your team, then you need to get a three and D guy, a guy that doesn't need the ball in his hands. Because Russ Russell, that I'm talking about Denny's rookie year, where Russell Westbrook obviously dominated the ball, Brad dominated the ball. There's no chance for Denny to, to put the ball on the floor and be the best player he can because Denny is he's at his best when he's getting the rebound, and he's pushing the pace, 
and kind of running the show like we saw in Eurobasket, which is just not going to happen in the NBA much. I know it's a totally different game, but for Denny to unlock his potential, that's just what you got to do. Same thing with Troy Brown Jr. Um, and they just they just haven't drafted guys and had a had a plan for him. Like Johnny Davis, they're trying to play him at a point guard. Wes Unsel Jr. and Preseason said, we want to make him uncomfortable. So that just the plan and the thought with drafting these guys is not really adding up right now. It's just not. So they have to like I like I, if I would have drafted that year with Russell Westbrook or John, even if they would have kept John Wall that year, you, you got to get a three and D guy because John is he's running the show. Russ is running the show. You want to you want to find three and D guys to fit next to Brad. I, I always look at what the Suns did with Macau Bridges next to Devin Booker and Chris Paul, Jay Crowder, who's on the market that you really like. Um, th- that's what the Wizards should have went for in the draft. That's what they should have looked for. Um, guys who can knock down and shoot the three and they, they kind of drafted, you know, they just have a wonky model of things. And like I said, Johnny Davis is a good player, man. He's not, a, he's not a, he's not a bad, he's not a bad player. You know, I just think developmental wise, it's going to take some time. If he went to the thunder, maybe he'd be getting more playing time and get more of our opportunity to develop. But here with the wizards, you know, you're playing behind Bradley bill. You're going to play behind Kispert. Um, it, and once again, to, if he was a better player, if he was playing better, he would get playing time too. So I can't just say that if he was on the Thunder, oh, he would play more. But yeah, it, it's it's a work in progress with Johnny. Confidence is not there. Um, he's he's just got a lot to work on. But I, I like his defense and his rebounding. I like that a lot. I really do. Yeah, I totally agree. Totally agree on all points. But we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up tonight. Thanks for making Locked On Wizards your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and a take of the day. Available on Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get podcasts. But before we go, who is your player of the game and who right. is your defensive player of the game? The defensive belt, man. The defensive belt. Um, it's between Delon and Denny. I know you said Denny struggled against Bogdan, but I really like Denny's defense in the second half. I liked how he played against um, Cade. He played really well against uh, Jaden. There was one challenge that we lost, West Unsell Jr. challenge, where uh, Jaden, I think Jaden Ivey, he hooked Monte Morris, and that was ridiculous. They didn't call that, or they didn't reverse the call. Um, you know what? I'm going to go with Denny, man. I, I like the spark that he gave in the second half. I definitely would have gone with Delon, too. I know he got injured. But I'm gonna go with Denny as the defensive, um, winning the defensive belt. Just that block on Cade was incredible, and him guarding multiple positions. Um, player of the game, I'm gonna go with Kuz, man. Kuz, Kuz mania, pink sweater, all that good stuff. Um, the way he he ran the floor and dominated. I know some people are talking about his defense. I thought he was better defensively tonight too. Um, but he bounced back from that Cleveland game. He really did. He made, he was seven for eight from the free throw line. He missed two huge free throws against the Cavs, and he stepped up and made his free throws tonight too. Um, and he was playing bully ball. He was getting downhill. He was getting to the basket. He was very aggressive tonight. So I, I love the way that Kyle Kuzma played 25 points and um, six boards tonight. Uh, nine for 17 from the field, plus 23 in the plus. I know people hate plus minus, but plus 23 in the plus minus box. So Kuzmania, man, he, he wants to get paid. And he needs to get paid. Mm-hmm. And that is my player of the game. Kuz was cooking tonight. <laughs> Mr. Pink Sweater. <laughs> I mean, he hey, he stepped up. I, I'm very impressed with Kuz, man. He just he shows that he is a, a th- the third part of this big three. But defensive player of the game, I'm rolling with the line, man. Mm-hmm. He was all over the place. Every game this season, he's been all over the place. Defensively, mm-hmm. he is locked down. I mean, he's he's just the energy, his defensive prowess, 
his leadership. You know, when guys see you working that hard on the defensive end, you want to work that hard on the defensive end. So, you know, he's shown by example. So that would definitely be my uh, defensive player of the game. But we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. Please, Twitter handles are below. Please follow me and my guy, The Real Ed Oliver, on Twitter and Instagram. Like and subscribe. Everybody have a good night. Peace. Peace. (laughs) Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 